Is it a tax or is it a toll? Is it a revenue tool? Well, the uh, announcement yesterday from Mayor John Tory that he will be supporting and uh, hoping the council supports the addition of tolls to our highways, our city-owned highways here in the city of Toronto. I, from where I sit right now, I get a uh, little look out at the Gardner Expressway and I see all those dollar signs flying by. Every one of those cars represents a potentially $2 in the city's coffers and ability to reinvest it into public transit. And uh, he, Mr. Uh, Tory was on the Global Morning Show today and he explained his thinking behind the, uh, the new toll. I think the public are more accepting of the notion that we have to spell out honestly, which I've tried to do, how you're going to pay for transit. I think they've realized we've got to the point in this city region where just doing nothing and saying we can't afford it, we don't have any money, is not viable. Sooner or later, the city will strangle itself on its traffic. And, and uh, so I think they're accepting of the fact you have to do something. And I think when they think about the options, the alternatives, massive property tax increases, selling assets or doing this, they will conclude, not necessarily happily, um, but they'll conclude this is the most sensible, fair way to do this, and that's why I picked it. And uh, anecdotally, I can say, I can talk about driving on the highways, paying to drive on the highways, but uh, I wanted to go to someone who's done a little bit of research into it and has a sort of understanding uh, of the of the metrics involved in all of this and uh, some of the behaviors that uh, we're trying to curb and trying to uh, appeal here. Uh, this is uh, Jonathan Hall is now joining us. He's an assistant professor in the Department of Economics and uh, the School of Public Policy and Governance at the University of Toronto. Jonathan uh, works and specializes in transportation and congestion. Thanks a lot for joining me today, Jonathan. Delighted to be with you. Now, Jonathan, how much of sort of the study of transportation and congestion and all this is really a study of human nature? So, I mean, kind of all of economics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Know, yeah. Yes, human nature. So, I mean, yeah, all, a lot of it, most of it is about saying how can we, you know, different areas of different economics have different focuses, but, mm -hmm. you know, saying how can we design a system that kind of maximizes social welfare, however you want to define that. Right, and whether we're dealing with uh, a person's uh, propensity to spend or people's propensity to drive or get on and off of a road, what do you expect to see, you know, if this all goes through and what you know about uh, congestion and traffic and transportation, I guess, would you be able to tell me what, what you think sort of the best and worst case scenarios are when we're dealing with a, a road toll such as this? Yeah, absolutely. So let's start with the best case scenario. I'll do the happy thing first. Uh, so Great, just before you let us down hard. Yeah. So best case scenario, and what's going to differ a lot is how you design the tool. So best case scenario is here's how you design the tool. Mm -hmm. You say we're going to have this tool vary by time of day. So at like 4 in the morning or 5 in the morning, it's going to be like 1 cent a kilometer. So you'll pay like 10 cents, 20 cents to get down the Don Valley Parkway. And then, but by like 8 or 8.30, the toll might be up to 20, maybe even as high as 30 cents a kilometer. So there you're talking 2 to 3, maybe $4.00 to get down. And then, you know, again, you know, as rush hour kind of dies down, that toll falls to match. And why this really matters is what we want to do is we want to give people an incentive to kind of leave early or leave late to avoid traffic. And what can happen in this case? So here's, you know, is that we keep the toll as low as possible to keep these roads moving at, at the highest throughput possible. So instead of these go roads going 90 or 100 kilometers an hour, it might be going like 70 or 80 kilometers an hour. So it's, it's moving well, not congested, but it's not free flow like we'd love to see it. 
but this means you can keep the toll as low as possible to get that outcome. And this has several benefits. So one, you keep the road moving lots of people. So we don't have as big of a problem with saying, oh, we have people switching you know, from the Gardner to Lakeshore, or likewise with the DVP. Also, a benefit of this would be that you can open, essentially you can open up a new transit line along the Don Valley Parkway. So we talk about the Young Street crowding on the subway, and a way to help with that would be to open another north-south subway. But of course, subways take like a decade to build. They cost billions of dollars. An easy way to do that would be to run buses up and down the Don Valley Parkway. Which they do during, I guess, not rush hour times, off-peak times when the GO train isn't running up to uh, Richmond Hill and now as soon to come Gormley Station. Right. And so you, but now with, if you get rid of congestion on the DVP, uh, people would be much more willing to ride buses during the peak and you could essentially start a new train line really quickly, and it'd be really flexible as well. Right. So uh, I want to go back to a little bit to the sort of uh, rolling scale. To yeah. uh, they, they do that on the 407 already. You're not able to, or rather it's a little bit cheaper to drive at certain times of the day. And uh, it's just uh, the, so the effort isn't necessarily to push people off, because I know one of the negatives could be that we're going to push people off to the arterial roads only, and then, yeah, sure, the highways might be moving, but the rest of the roads are going to be strangled off. Uh, so maybe it's to move them and get them to travel at different times of the day instead of at rush hour. Exactly right. right? And, and what would your, uh, your worst-case scenario be, Jonathan? So the worst-case scenario is we come out and say, hey, it's $2 to use the QEW, or to use the gardener, just no matter when you mm-hmm. take it. And that seems to be what he's offering us right now. Uh, so my hope is this is, you know, you have one line description. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's my hope. And, you know, he has lots of smart people around him who are aware of how this works. But so if it ends up being that, it, you can see the problem in a few ways. Maybe the easiest way to see it is think of a driver on the road on, like, Saturday at, you know, noon or something. Roads aren't that congested. And mm-hmm. if someone takes the lakeshore instead of the gardener, even though that's like the better route for him, like society is just worse off. It's just a shame. And you can see the damage it does most, maybe even more clearly by looking at like what happened to like seven in the morning or six in the morning. And you might say, well, no one's going to use the gardener because why would you use it when you have to pay when lakeshore is still moving well? That just means we have a road sitting empty when it should be full and it might make traffic way worse on the gardener. Uh, sorry, on Lakeshore. Oh, on the Lakeshore, yeah. Yeah, and that becomes even worse because then it blocks people getting to the gardener. Uh, so a kind of flat toll can really it can really cause a lot of problems. And you want this t- a toll that varies over time to make sure that we keep the road used. As, we want as many people to use the road as possible without it getting congested, and that's really the goal. Great. Thanks a lot, Jonathan. I really appreciate you giving us your insight and your expertise on it on this topic because, you know, I I really hope the mayor and his advisors are listening to this right now. And uh, from the sounds of it, a a sort of a varying scale toll would make a lot more sense than the flat toll that we've sort of been hearing about with the uh, announcement yesterday, this idea that it would be $2 to ride at a time. Uh, Again, thank you very much to uh, Jonathan Hall, who's an assistant professor at the Department of Economics and the School of Public Policy and Governance at the University of Toronto.